Hello, podcast world. I'm Jill McCormick. And I'm Robin Wall. And this is Afraid Not, episode number 29. We're so glad that you're listening, and we are excited for you to, to get to meet our friend, Beth Polston. She is a delightful and wonderful person. So glad that she is a personal friend of mine that I've had the joy to know for the past several years. She is a music teacher. She is a fantastic and fun adventurer, even a skydiver. And she just has a passion for God's Word and for seeking Him with all her heart. This episode, we're going to discuss the season of singleness and what that looks like and, and feels like to go through that. And the purpose that God reveals each step of the way. She's going to talk to them about intimacy and being intimate, learning to be intimate with God, and then learning to be learn how to be intimate with a husband someday. And we get a lot of great resources and all kinds of things in this. So listen in to Afraid Not. Hi, Beth. Thanks so much for coming. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Oh, we are, we're the ones that are glad. We're so excited you agreed to be on the show, and we just adore you, and we know our listeners are going to adore you too, so they're in for a treat. And would you start us off tonight with telling our listeners a little bit about you in a nutshell? Mm-hmm. My name is Beth Polston, and I've lived in Owasso for five years. I am an elementary music teacher at Northeast Elementary. Yay, so we, we get to do that together. Yes, and... Robin, you were a huge help too when I first oh, moved good. here and helping me adjust to the district and and kind of learning how how everything works with within the music department. So many thanks to you and oh, um, we are so all your I help love with it that. that we're on the same team. Nine nine music teachers in our district, and we have a great elementary music team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up in Tulsa, and my my parents live in Broken Arrow now, so it's nice being close to home. And uh, I went to Mingo Valley Christian School in high school, graduated with 16 in my class. Oh my goodness. Small. So small. Yeah. It's it's grown a lot since then. Um, and I went to college at Oklahoma Baptist university. Yay. Go Bison. Go Bison. (laughs) That's right. And I got my degree in music education with an instrumental emphasis and graduated in 2011. And I worked in Shawnee for four years before I moved here. It was a God thing how it all worked out, how I got a job at the school where I did my student teaching, and my cooperating teacher had to move to Texas, and the principal called me and said, we just want to give you this job. They already knew me from doing my student teaching there and the whole fall semester, and it all just fell into place. So I I got to live in Shawnee four years after graduating, and then after that, I just felt like it was just time to move somewhere new. God had been leading me and preparing me. And he led me to Owasso, and I'm really glad to be here. Yay. How many instruments do you play? I can play almost, I can play every band instrument. Oh, wow. I I can play flute, clarinet, oboe, saxophone, trumpet, trombone, percussion instruments, basically any instrument but the guitar. I don't know how to play the guitar. (laughs) And piano. You also play piano. And ukulele. But your main instrument is flute, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Which has been fun. Occasionally, we've had our chance a chance to play flute together, which is a blast. And it's fun playing yeah. together and with Londa too. Yes, Londa, church. if you're listening, we love playing with you. <laughs> so, could you teach band also if you wanted to? Yes. Well, in Shawnee, I, I was a band director. Oh, okay. uh, I taught kindergarten all the way through eighth grade. So it was an independent school district. So it was 
K through eight in one building, but it wasn't part of Shawnee School District. It was an independent school district. So I taught elementary music and middle school band, um, K, K through four elementary music and fifth grade through eighth grade band and loved it. I loved it. It was it was a lot of work though. I mean, it was like two jobs in one. Yeah. You know, doing all the planning and everything, so much work. but but it was so much fun. So it's it's fun now here getting to just focus on just elementary. Mm-hmm. But it was a big change moving to a big district, coming from from a smaller school in mm-hmm. Shawnee, coming here. But Owasso is a great place to be, and they definitely support the fine arts here. We have oh, wonderful yes. yeah. administration who support that, and a great band program and choir program and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, tell us about your formative years, your family, and just how you can look back and see the Lord doing things that have made you who you are today. Mm-hmm. My family is so special to me. I wouldn't be where I am now without them. They they have made me the helped me become the person I am today. Um, my parents are we're, we're all very close. Um, they're some of my best friends, and I have one younger sister. She is two and a half years younger. She lives in Dallas, and um, and we get to visit her there often, and she comes home often, too, where we get to see her. And um, I'm just so thankful for my Christian upbringing, and I grew up in the church, and, and my parents are, are such a gift to, to my sister and I, we are so blessed, and they are true prayer warriors, and and pray over my sister and I, and uh, so awesome. so often. And my mom is a part of Moms in Prayer, which oh, yeah. used to be called Moms in Touch. It's now called Moms, called in, Moms prayer. in Prayer now. Okay. And when she started doing that, when I was in kindergarten, so it's a group of moms who pray for their children in the schools, no matter if you're in private school or public school, or if you're homeschooled, they pray for their children and the the teachers and staff in the schools. And, um, and so she prayed for my sister and I all through when we were in elementary school and middle school and high school. And then she joined a college group while we were in college. And then now she's in a college and career group because my sister and I are both out of college now. And so we are a testimony of their prayers. Yes. And that's awesome. It's so our listeners blessing. may be really picking up their ears at this. And if our listeners are thinking, I want to do that, mm-hmm. could they get online and search for a group that's near them? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll put yes. that in the show notes. For okay, sure. they just need to like click on that, look that up, mm-hmm. Google it. Moms in Prayer. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's it's an international program. You can, they have, we have, and also there are some groups here that meet too that they could be a part of. Awesome. Any, anywhere you live. Love that. Mm-hmm. So tell us about, do you have a time in your life that things got frayed and messy? Uh, yes. There, I feel like I'm still in it now I, as being a single woman and just living through that and seeing God's faithfulness through every step mm-hmm. of every season of my life. Because so far it's almost sounded like a little storybook. Yeah. Life. Yeah, because <laughs> it's one chapter to the next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure that you thought that you would have turned the page and that you would have been seeing, okay, this is my next step and the Lord's going to provide this husband for me. But like many single women who are listening today, you may be wondering, well, 
what is this the season? I mean, obviously God has you in this season. So what is he doing in this season? And I want to recognize the fact that there are a lot of times in our church today, whether it's be First Baptist Owasso or just the global church, where someone may feel like, because I don't have this little nuclear family of a married couple and two kids, 2.5 kids and a dog, <laughs> that somehow I can't be used or I've, not, I've missed the ministry boat. Or, but that's not the case at all. So let's just talk about that and maybe ups and downs in your discovery of this or where you are. Well, it's definitely looked different than I thought it would be. You know, I thought in college I would meet someone at OBU and I, I didn't. And then I thought, well, after college, maybe I'll, I'll meet someone. And I've, I've dated a lot and been on a lot of dates with different people. And on each one, I just learn, I just, I just pray for discernment. Mm-hmm. Just God, just even in the first 10 to 15 minutes of conversation with someone new, just help me to just know. And God answers that and, and makes it clear. Um, and it, it, hasn't looked the way as I thought it would in each season, but there's still purpose in the waiting and there's still purpose in that. And in right. the prep in that this is a time of preparation. Right. And God's placed that desire there. And I know that He will fulfill it because mm-hmm. He fulfills His promises. And He wouldn't place that desire there if He wasn't going to fulfill it. And um, so just seeing, seeing how he's working and, and just really trusting his faithfulness in the past because he's faithful in the past. I remember one Sunday when Pastor Chris said in, in the service one morning, he said, because God has been faithful in the past, because God is the helper in the present, he is certain to secure the future. Amen. <laughs> yes. And I read that often, and I keep it in my Bible. I wrote it on the back. It was March 3rd, 2019, so it was this year, earlier this year. And I keep that in my Bible, and I read that often. And and I want to use this season well and and just cherish these times, this, this time I have with the Lord. He's all I have right now, and I want to know Him so deeply and intimately and, and personally and using this season as a time of purpose. Cause when you know, once I'm get married or have a family one day, I won't have this time. I'll I'll have other other, other priorities. priorities. Right. And I won't have this extra time that I have now. And so I want to use it well. And so I I want to and read the Bible as often as I can and enjoy this time of prayer and just pouring into my relationship with the Lord because He's all I have. And, and He's probably, I mean, He's your best friend. Yes. He is. He's there every day, every in every way He's there. Yes. And He he is for us too. He is. That's the amazing thing about God is that for each of His children, he is everything to them. That's right. It, there's not a limit. Just because he's everything to you, that doesn't mean, well, he's taken now. He's he's being everything to Beth, so I just don't get any help from the Lord today. But no, it's all of him for all of his children, which is a beautiful and wonderful thought we can praise him for. Yes. 
What are some of the precious treasures that the Lord has shown you in this season, in this time of waiting? Just getting to read, when I'm reading scripture, being open to, God, show me what you want me to to learn today or what you want me to know today. And and there are certain scriptures or certain things, like a, like a theme that He keeps showing me, or I keep seeing words over and over again. And I know that it's Him speaking, mm-hmm. and I, I'll read it in, in a verse, or I'll, I'll hear it in a sermon, or I'll, I'll mm-hmm. read it in a book, or I'll, in a Bible study I'm doing, and it's the same word it's over and over again. Happens. Yeah, yes. it's interesting that he when he's trying to teach us something, it just keeps popping up. And it we're like, does. Okay, fine. I'll pay attention. <laughs> I, I, Priscilla Shire is one of my favorite uh, Bible study authors, and she said once how it's like when you're reading a, a certain verse that you've read time and time again, and it's like God gets this spiritual highlighter and like highlights a verse or highlights a word, and it's like just for you, and and you know we have to be open to that, and we have to have a willing heart and just be willing to just sit and be ready to listen and just be still yeah. before God. And Absolutely. and that's hard to do to, to with all the, the distractions we have. And um, so just learning to be still, and that's still something I'm working on, but um, just being still before the presence of the Lord in the busyness of everything going on and just stopping and just just clearing your mind. And, and I also love to listen to to worship music. That just helps me kind of get be open-minded again to what God is going to say and to hear Him speak. Of course, being a music teacher, I, I love listening to music. And music speaks when words cannot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think God gives us that gift of music to worship Him, like what David writes in the Psalms. Absolutely. Of worship. I love to see, um, I remember just even last Sunday, you were on the worship team and just using your gifts to offer a sacrifice of praise to the Lord. And that's a good picture of, of what we can do. You don't have to be on a stage. That we are offering a sacrifice of praise, even in the midst of perhaps disappointment. That's right. Mm-hmm. Even in the midst of confusion. confusion. Mm-hmm. That you Disillusionment, still, any of that. It's still a sacrifice of praise. And yet, that's sometimes when you feel God drawing you the closest. Yes. Yeah. When, when you're at the end of your rope and He's all you have. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where He wants us to be. When, when, because I'm a very controlling person. I like to be in control. I'm a very type A personality. Mm. It's going to be this way. I like to have a plan. I like to know what's coming up. And when this season hasn't exactly looked like I thought it would, it Mm -hmm. hasn't turned out what I thought it would, I've tried to use this time and really intentionally using it to just grow in my relationship with the Lord and to really cling to Him mm-hmm. and, and trusting Him with every detail. It's going to be a really cool thing when one day, and I believe this is going to happen, I believe we're going to be able to have a conversation looking back over our shoulders and saying, wow, God knew this all along. He knew this and this and this. 
I mean, from the very first moment that I met you, I remember Chris and I talked the day that we had met you. I think you came to visit First Baptist Owasso, and I knew you were going to be at Northeast Elementary. And Chris and I were saying, oh my goodness, Beth Polston's so amazing. We've got to, we got to find the perfect husband for her. We started matchmaking away. <laughs> and I, I don't know what the Lord was thinking. He didn't know our plans. He, he didn't, oh, we, we had it all worked out, but you, you guys are so sweet to do that. <laughs> so do sweet. you get that a lot though? Do people are like, oh, I have this certain person. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and it helps that, that there's, it's someone through a mutual friend because oh, I completely yes. trusted you all and, you know, and, and our plans did not come to fruition. So we know <laughs> God's must be better. They must mm-hmm. be better. And mm-hmm. we'll look back with joy and we'll see with marveling, we can marvel at what he's done. And I mean, for instance, you've been able to go on some really neat mission trips. Tell yes. us about that. Yes. And, and that's part of, you know, in, in your time of singleness, you have the freedom to get to go travel places and you can just pick up and, and go somewhere for a weekend or, you know, for a, a week or two in the summer because we have the summers off. We have that time. And so I have, I've gotten to go to England with the, the church twice, um, led by Keith and Rusty. And it's it's been amazing just getting to, and Sean, Sean was, was on that trip too, yeah. the, right. the first time uh-huh. that I went. And, and Quinn. That's right. Quinn yeah. went too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so getting to do that, I have been in, in Shawnee. We had a sister city in Nikaho, Japan, and I've been to Japan three times wow, when that's I was cool. in Shawnee. Oh, and I got to go once as a chaperone. It was with the school district, but our school was invited to go, even though we weren't part of the Shawnee school district. But I got to go as a chaperone, and then the other two years got to go as the the lead teacher, and we took uh, eight thirteen year olds with us over Japan. there. It was it was like an exchange oh program goodness. kind of for a week. But but because they're our sister city, we took a group of students there every August and then every October they would bring a group of students to Shawnee, Oklahoma. And so it was I've had a I've gotten to go three times to Japan. It's a beautiful country, beautiful people because I had the time to to go and the district paid for it and Oh wow, that's yeah, a great. It was perk. awesome. Um and you know, I've I've gotten to travel all over the US too during the summers. One of my best friends from college, she's also single and she lives in Arkansas and we love traveling together. We've been whitewater rafting in Colorado. We've been rock climbing in New Hampshire. Wow. Um, I'm, I'm 31, and for my 30th birthday, I wanted to do something big. I was and like, this okay. this is really adventurous, <laughs> listeners. Buckle up. <laughs> I wanted to do something big for my 30th birthday, and I went skydiving for my That's 30th right. birthday, and she went with me, my <laughs> friend from college. And she's the best. We do crazy adventures together. But. I love it that you went skydiving. <laughs> oh yeah, it was it was a blast. It's it was amazing. a blast. So and so, you know, I would encourage people who are still single, don't just wait to live your life mm-hmm. when you get married. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. that. Don't yeah. wait to live your life. Live your life now. Be in the present. You know, when, once you're married. Yes, things will change and your your priorities will change. But it's it's not a destination. You know, it's True. it's yes, God has given me that desire, 
and I believe he'll fulfill it in his timing. But I live your life now and and mm-hmm. the be in the present. Don't just wait for for you to live your life after you get married. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah. have fun and and enjoy life now because this is he's given you this day. So make the most of it. That's so good. Mm-hmm. That's great advice. Do you feel like the church? In a whole, do you do you feel like the church takes care of single people? I feel like it's overlooked. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the church really focuses on marriage family. and family, and um, most churches I've visited, you know, before I came to First Baptist or my or other churches, um, like they have a strong college class mm-hmm. and then they have a strong young married class and really no in between. So it's kind of an overlooked um thing that churches have and it's it's unfortunate and you know we it, it's hard finding a place to get involved and um and we know there are many career singles. Many. There are many. I know a lot of people at my school that I teach with and just rub shoulders with in the world that aren't married. So I don't know why we don't have a thriving um, group for that age. I, I don't understand. But what, what kinds of things do you think would be helpful for that? Do you have any ideas of things that, would, that, you guys, that the singles group in general would need? Well, what the the class that I'm in now, we do a lot of events together. Like we'll have bonfires, or we'll go to lunch together, and and you know do Christmas parties and things like that. Um, but I just having, I think just letting other people, making them aware of it, and mm-hmm. just um, just letting them know that we are still important. And, Absolutely, you know that that singleness. Isn't a disease, you know. It, it's it's we, you know, that we matter, and and you know it that we don't want to be overlooked, you know, and and, and that it's we're still an important part of the church, and Absolutely. right. And like you said, the time of this season is a really wonderful opportunity when you are available to be used by the Lord in significant ways that will not always be the case. Because once you're married, certain things are just different and more, there are just different restraints on a life that's tied down. So what a joy to think of it as use these days, use the time for God's glory, live for God's glory in, in whatever your day is. Mm-hmm. And still be involved in the church. You know, I, I help with VBS every year with preschool. I, I help on Sunday mornings with preschool and and going on mission trips and, and helping with furniture ministry. And so still be involved and don't, you know, don't just be one that just sits on Sunday mornings, goes to a service and then leaves, you know, get involved mm-hmm. in a class, get, get involved in, in some way where you are serving because we, we can help in that way. And we want to, right. You know, right. that's great. So when you talked about specific scriptures that kind of are jumping out at you, is there anything in particular right now that you're that you're hearing that voice of? There's something, three words in particular that have been standing out to me the past couple months is is intimacy and spirit and soul and body. 
And in a book that I recently read, it was talking about intimacy in a, in a marriage, but preparing for that and that intimacy is so much more than physical mm-hmm. and how you can prepare for it now if you're single and preparing for marriage for that. And so the author was talking about spiritual intimacy and emotional intimacy first in a relationship with the spouse. And then physical kind of comes from that. And those three words just kept on coming to me, spirit, soul, and body. And then the word intimacy too. But I just would see scriptures over and over again, different scriptures or in a different Bible study or from a sermon. One verse that really stood out to me was 1 Thessalonians 5.23. And it says, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so just preparing now in my spiritual walk with the Lord and being spiritually healthy and being emotionally healthy, mentally healthy, and and taking care of myself physically and so that I can be be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And, and it's a sanctification. It's a process. It's it's a right. daily process. And, right. and, and that scripture has all of those words all together, how you've been seeing them come up. I'm sure you thought, oh my goodness. Yes. Wow. It's here just for me right now. Yes. The highlighter, the spiritual highlighter. <laughs> yes. And so the the book that I was reading, it was Praying for Your Future Husband was the title. And I wrote here, the author writes that true intimacy includes spirit, soul, and body, not just physical. And she also writes, offer your spouse all that you are in spirit, soul, and body, and know that you will be accepted, honored, and loved. Intimacy is a fine and delicate gift. God designed this gift to be shared between one man and one woman for a lifetime so that they might be naked before each other spiritually, emotionally, and physically and not be ashamed. Pray that your future husband will guard his spirit, soul, and body so that the two of you might fully experience the gift of intimacy. Wow, that is beautiful. Do you know that author's name? It was Robin Gunn, Robin Jones Gunn. Yes, I'm so glad you mentioned that beautiful book. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. What other resources do you have? Some other books I am reading are um, one that I just finished was Sex, Jesus, and Conversations the Church Forgot <gasps> by Mo. I read that. <laughs> yes, it's an amazing book. Oh, so good. Um, in Mo Ism's book, Sex, Jesus, and the Conversations the Church Forgot, one page that really stood out to me uh, was when she talked about in, in dating and in relationships, are you a Walmart girl or are you a Dolce & Gabbana girl? And she wrote, and I'm, I'm reading from her book here, why do we like Walmart? Because it's cheap, easy, and accessible. But do we carry ourselves like we are easy and accessible too? A Walmart girl has low value. A Walmart girl operates on a first-come, first-serve basis. If a man affirms her or makes her feel valuable in any way, he is easily granted access to what she has to offer. He can come in any state of spiritual dress. There's no standard or requirement of him. A Walmart girl doesn't exercise discernment in who can come and get what they need. 
She carries herself like what she, as a woman, has to offer is cheap, and she resolves to give pieces of herself away recklessly. Low self-confidence and low self-worth are the banner of a Walmart girl. But a Dolce & Gabbana girl carries herself differently. Self-confidence, humility, autonomy, and patience are marks of a D&G girl. (laughs) Very few men even have the opportunity to shop at such a high-end store. It's first required of them that they present themselves in the best manner they have to offer, clean and pure-hearted with a well-cared-for soul. They are flanked by the guard and protection of the Holy Spirit when they draw near to her. She knows she is so valuable in God's sight that she's worthy of being carefully looked after. She's wise to guard her heart, for it's the wellspring of life. And because of that, only the spiritually rich are able to afford a one-of-a-kind Dolce & Gabbana girl. She is so incredibly valuable that only the men who have invested time and hard work into themselves and learned surrender and stewardship in their walk with Christ have permission to pursue her heart. Do you carry yourself as though you're a D&G girl? Wow, that That's mo perfect. is it? I know. <laughs> that, that book is so good. so good. Yes. Yes. So that's one of my favorites. Um I, I love listening to podcasts as well, and it's I, it's just one of my favorite things to do. And I love listening to Afraid Not Yay. every every week. It comes out, um, and another one of my favorite podcasts is That Sounds Fun uh-huh. by Annie F. Downs. She's my She's absolute got a great favorite. Voice, doesn't oh, she? she does yes. have a voice. fun, raspy voice. She is my favorite one, and Did I actually you listen to her Enneagram series. Yes. Yes. What are what are your Enneagram numbers? Do you know? Well, I think I'm a nine, but Jill told me this week there's no way. I'm no, I didn't say there's no way. I can't tell you what your number is. That's true. I mean, she didn't say it like (laughs) there's no way. She just said, I'm not so sure because I do tend to have a whole lot of irons in the fire, but that's another podcast. And on to you. Seven. (laughs) Yes, I can see that. (laughs) Yeah. Sevens are the the fun the fun ones. I don't I don't like pain and sorrow and I'm even though I'm a counselor and I will listen to other people's but then yeah it's that's a whole other podcast we'll <laughs> we'll talk Enneagram one day <laughs> well I'm I'm an Enneagram one I'm a I thought yeah. about that when you said that you're very type a and, yeah yeah real yeah. follower yeah but Annie is one of my favorites I actually got to meet her a, a couple cool. of months ago at a conference and I was just like fangirling the whole time. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm meeting you right now. But it was, it was oh, amazing I, that I got to meet her. And my friend from college was there because it was a conference in Arkansas. So she, she got to join me. And um, Annie recently wrote a book last year. It's called Remember God. And that's another one of my favorites. And on the back, she writes, I know God is loving. I know He is good. I believe he is big and powerful, but sometimes I wonder if he is really kind, really deeply always kind. And she kind of shares her story in relationships. She's also single. She's also single, yeah. And she's 39, almost 40, and uh, such an encouragement to me. Her podcast and just her ministry is such an encouragement Mm -hmm. and inspiration to me. Another book that I like is Wait and See by Wendy Pope. Finding Peace in God's Pauses and Plans. Another book is Good Things Come by Caroline Shandell. 
and I haven't read that one yet. It just came out a couple weeks ago, but I am planning on buying that one next. And regarding podcasts that I love to listen to, of course, Annie Downs podcast. That sounds fun. I also love listening to the Heart of Dating podcast by Kate Warman, and she interviews uh, amazing people just about kind of about the ambiguity of Christian dating in our culture, of how difficult it is, and trying to navigate. Go navigate. Mm-hmm. Christian dating. Another podcast is Girls' Night by Stephanie May Wilson. And the Journey Women podcast by Hunter Bielis. I actually grew up with her in, in Broken Arrow. She Neat. lives in, in the Northeast now, in New England area, but it, I grew up with her in, in church and youth group. So that's neat that. She has her own podcast now. And then the final one I love listening to every day is The Bible Recap by Tara Lee Cobble. I'm reading through the Bible chronologically this year, and so she takes each day's reading plan Mm -hmm. and kind of talks about six to seven minutes kind of about what culture would have been like during that time that the author wrote that or kind of helping you understand and apply what you've read that day and kind of recap the what you've read for your daily Bible reading. So is it specifically for when you're going through the the yearly yes. Bible journey? Okay. Mm-hmm. I love all these resources. This is a treasure chest of resources. So we will have these in our show notes, listeners, and you can look them up. And I think that Beth's library is something I need to visit. So... <laughs> Yes. I have one more resource I wanted to share. It's called Dwell, and it's scripture memory. And so each month, they'll send you a small envelope that has a card with the memory verse and then kind of a description about what that verse means. And they also send you three temporary tattoos that you can put anywhere where you can see the, the memory Verse. So I see yours right here. So all these little letters, the S M Y L. Tell us what this verse is. So for the for the tattoo, they put each first letter of each word all in one, all together, and then they put the the verse reference. So S M Y W capital L T M Y P was our November memory verse, and it's show me your ways, Lord. Teach me your paths. Psalm 25, 4. I love this idea. I am so, I want scripture memory more and more and more. This is fantastic. So it's called Dwell. Dwell. I'm going to look this up. That's amazing. I love that. I also am just so thankful for my parents and their prayers for my sister and I. My parents got that married at a later age. My mom was 30 when she got married. My dad was 27. And so they know what it's like to be later in your 20s or your your 30s and to still be single. And so they understand. And they, they know really, where I'm coming from. And It's really kind of the Lord. Yeah, how it is. 2 Corinthians 1, 3 and 4 says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. 
Yeah. And isn't it such a neat thing that your parents can relate and help you mm-hmm. and pray with you every step of this journey? And I'm sure they have prayed with you. Mm-hmm. They're and prayer warriors. Too. Yes. Thanks so much for coming. Yes. But can I say one more thing before oh, we absolutely. close? Will you? Yeah. Yes. I just want to encourage the listeners just to cling to God during this time. Um, if you're single, that He has a plan and He is sovereign and trust His heart. He can do what, what only He can do. And uh, a favorite saying or quote I like to remember is by Lisa Turkhurst. And she says, God loves me too much to answer my prayer at any other time than the right time and in any other way than the right way. And mm-hmm. so I would encourage the, the single women to just trust his heart and, and to, to, be, to, to live your life now and be in the present and uh, you know, be a part of your friends' lives, be a part of, of your friends' kids' lives, be that other voice and in pouring into them, that, that good influencer pouring into them mm-hmm. and celebrate with your friends who are getting married. You, you can choose to, to be disappointed and, and sad it's not you, or you can choose to celebrate with them and celebrate what God has joined together and starting a new family and your, your friends' new marriages and choose to celebrate that and, and uh, I would encourage married families, you know, reach out to the single people. We, we want to be involved in your lives, you know, and invite us over for dinner, invite us into your kids' lives because we want to be, to be a part of that. And I encourage single people, you know, step out, you know, be, be, involved. be involved, be open to what God has planned. He has big plans for you. Amen. Yeah. Couldn't have said it any better. (laughs) Listeners, don't you love Beth? So we're just thankful you came. Thank you so much for being on Afraid Not. Thank you. We are so glad that you were listening today to Afraid Not. And didn't you just love Beth Polston? We just think she's so wonderful. Um, She talks a lot about music because she is a music teacher. And in the Psalms and how many Psalms there are about music, Psalm 98.1 even talks about sing to the Lord a new song for He has done marvelous things. And there's stuff about music all through the Psalms. So if you are a married person with a family and you know a single person, invite them over for dinner. Invite them over to be part of things in your family. And if you're single, get involved. Get around people and, and be part of somebody else's family. We would love to have you. And Beth had some great words of wisdom to share about the purpose in the waiting and how God is showing her as each week and month as she is waiting on Him that He has a purpose and He is using her. And she said, don't wait to live your life. Live it now. Don't wait until something else happens. If that happens, then I'll live. But actually, this is carpe diem. Seize the day God has given me. It's great words of wisdom. Thanks so much for listening. Please remember to rate and review, subscribe, follow us on social media, and we'll see you again in a few weeks. Bye, everyone.